Me wake up this morning like me moving underwater that too green. Something me can't see sitting on top of me weighing me down. Me nearly knock over the enamel cup on the side table next to the mattress. The same mattress that sag in the middle like an old donkey with a brook back. The little room where me live in for the past 20 years all of a sudden seems strange. Like me turn duppy, lost in smutty else nightmare. It's like the Lord God Almighty himself take him giant hand and lift me up in the night and rest me down on a different woman bed. Mama snores like them coming from a distance, though her breath out on me neck back. Me roll out of bed on the left side. The mattress jerk and wake Mama. Me watch her watching me and looking round the room, trying to figure out who me is and where she is. I don't say nothing but a soft, soft morning and squeeze her shoulder before me get up and leave the room. Me barely noticed a brown and green floral wallpaper in the hallway peeling off, where the picnic dem who come to the yard grab it. I buck me toe on an old hammer head that pushed against the wall. A roach creep in the corner of the green rug that smell like rat piss when it wet. Termites feed on a carcass of the cabinet. Me open it and take out me teacup. It feel like it take more than an hour to make the cup of Milo tea in the kitchen we share with the rest of the tenement yard. Me head is on low fire. Lemma, lemma, lemo, Mama chanted now. Her brain worked like a mash-up bicycle. Sometimes a chain break off and spin her backwards to her days as a Pokemania member. When she and the others sing around the colored flagpole in the Poco yard, is the only picture me have of her, a Polaroid she get from one American student studying what him call Afro-Caribbean religion. In it, she have her long hair packed up tight under a white scarf with a pencil sticking out from the tie head beside her ear, and this red woman look regal. Her boxed dirt skin make me think she descend from maroons who breed with Tainos in the hills. Or she could be the pickney of a drunk German immigrant who rot with a black woman in a bush. She'd tell me me father was midnight black, which is why me look like tar. She never talk about him. Sometimes at night she tell me about the days in St. Mary when she was young and pretty and life had promise. She cries sometimes when she see the picture of herself on the nightstand, asking me who that was and when she did dead. Her long fingers search the hills and valleys of me face in the dim light, as if me hiding truth from the cobweb veins under her skin. She never asked me about the empty picture frame right beside it. That's supposed to hold Sansan's photograph. After making the Milo tea, I tell Mr. Mackenzie, im room next door to we, don't forget to lock the gate with a padlock when him come home on lunch break from the garage. Most days the gate wide open. Last week, Mama walked straight through all the way to three miles and then Kingston Harbor. 
if a postman never see her standing there, swinging her arms like a fast bowler, she would leap in and drown. Him bring her back home on him bike. But Mr. Mac don't hear me, or he don't care to. Im suspect him worthless 18-year-old girlfriend, Regina, sleeping with the plumber downstairs, who live beside Mrs. Sinclair and her boys. Mrs. Sinclair is a squeaky-voiced dressmaker who mainly keep to herself. Her boys spend more time outside the yard than inside it. Mr. Mac's eyes already move from me to the clothesline where Regina in her shorts, batty cheeks on display for all to see, pinning up in once white marinos she destroyed doing the washing. Most days, Mr. Mac's face set like a cloud passing over it, 